This past weekend really had it all for the Boston Bruins. They clinched the Atlantic Division. David Pasternak hit the 50-goal milestone. They tied the franchise record for wins in a single season. Punches were thrown. And they made big statements against two very good teams. We're going to talk about it all on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things Spoked Beat. Today is Monday, March 27th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. The podcast is free and available on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day and what a weekend it was for the Boston Bruins. We're going to get into the games between Tampa Bay on Saturday, Carolina yesterday. I want to remind you first, however, that you can find the podcast on Twitter, Instagram at locked NHL Bruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes and hockey tweets at Ian C McLaren. All right, let's start on Saturday where the Bruins clinched the Atlantic Division with a win over Tampa Bay, the defending Eastern Conference champions, recent back-to-back Stanley Cup champions, and it was a playoff-like atmosphere in this one. Gloves dropped within seconds of the opening faceoff, and the Bruins came out on top by a score of 2-1. to one. They became the third fastest team in NHL history, to clinch a division championship. Took them only 72 games. Uh, That's in the 82-game four-division format. Only the 95-96 Red Wings and the 96-97 Avalanche accomplished the feat quicker. But the Bruins, of course, all season long have said these kind of regular season milestones history, not something they stop and worry about. They want to improve. They want to get better. Uh, They liked the response against Tampa Bay. Tampa came out with chips on their shoulders. Back in college, I would uh, take potato chips, put them on people's shoulders, and say, what's the problem? What's wrong with you tonight? Why do you have a chip on your shoulder? The Lightning came out like they had a whole bag of chips on their shoulders, trying to take it to the Bruins, beat them into submission, but it didn't happen. The Bruins had great responses. Sure, there were some moments where things got uh, a little testy. They made some trips to the penalty box, but the Bruins came out on top by a score of Two to one. Um, Garnet Hathaway came up huge in this one. He's a big reason uh, why. I mean, his style of play 
fits so well into these types of games. Um, he played for years coming into TD Garden, knowing how hard it was to play against the Bruins. And he helped set the tone from the drop of the puck, tussling with Pat Maroon um, and tangling with Ross Colton. Second time that he's fought Pat Maroon this season. And, you know, Jim Montgomery said they had an inkling that Tampa Bay was going to want to play a very energetic, emotional game. And so he started that fourth line because they helped them get off to a good start at home. They did it again tonight. And this is exactly why they were so excited to acquire Garnet Hathaway. He's a guy who builds you a team game in all three zones. He understands momentum. He understands when the other team is trying to impose their will. And he does a great job of helping Boston counter by imposing their own will. Hathaway, apart from dropping the gloves, also lit the lamp, scoring off a rebound from a Matt Grizzlick shot from the point. And uh, it's been a great story so far for the Maine native since being acquired from the Capitals, along with Dmitry Orlov, who is playing in his 700th game. He's got three goals in black and gold. Two of them have been game winners. Patrice Bergeron said he's always liked Hathaway's game. You don't like playing against him. He's very efficient. He's fit nicely on the fourth line and off the ice. He's a great guy as well. Character guy leading by example. Can't say enough about him and the impact he's had so far. Hathaway for his part, incredibly happy to be a Bruin. He felt like part of the team from the beginning and Playing against them, you see how successful they have been over the years. He wants to be part of that continuous run and eventually taking it even further to win a Stanley Cup in black and gold. Orlov had a great game as well. Game high, six hits, three shots on goal. 23 minutes, 42 seconds of ice time. It's such a luxury for the Bruins when McAvoy, Lindholm, Orlov are all in the lineup. They can have three top pair defensemen spread out through all three pairings if they want to. Now the Bruins have won their division seven times over the past 20 years. Only four teams have won as many in that span. The Capitals with 10, Detroit and Vancouver each with uh, seven. I should mention Grizzlick's assist on Hathaway's winner was his 20th assist of the season to match a career high. So Saturday was all about some of the new guys making contributions. This is exactly why they acquired the likes of Dmitry Orlov and Garnet Hathaway from the Washington Capitals. They can go toe-to-toe with anybody in the NHL in all three zones, and they can also produce. Tons of shots generated. Hathaway with the goal. 
These two guys were the big bears of the night for the Boston Bruins on Saturday. The Bruins went one for seven on the power play. One goal. Nice. Seven opportunities. Would like to have seen two or three go in based on that many opportunities. But they kept Tampa's power play at bay. 0 for 5 on the day for the Lightning. Um, so great game overall for the Bruins on Saturday. And they kept it going Sunday against the Carolina Hurricanes. We'll talk about that here in a moment. But first, a quick word about today's sponsor, which is Athletic Greens. Now, with one delicious scoop of AG1, get this. You can absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients that supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Now, Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a bunch of gut health issues, ended up on a complicated routine to recover that cost about $100 a day. He created Athletic Greens after experiencing how difficult it is to create an optimal nutrition routine on your own. You can reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition with just one scoop in a cup of water every day. Visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. They're giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, on Sunday, the Bruins announced the emergency recall of Oscar Steen as Bessie makes her way into the shot here. Say hi, Bess. She enjoyed the game yesterday. Prior to the game against the Carolina Hurricanes, it was announced that Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, and Hampus Lindholm would all miss the game due to various ailments, illnesses. So in came A.J. Greer, Jakobs Borrell, and Oscar Steen to play with uh, Jacob Lauko, who was also inserted into the lineup. Now, it could have been one of those nights where the Bruins were, you know, as has happened in recent years, just dominated by the Carolina Hurricanes in Raleigh. But... 24 hours after their victory over the Tampa Bay Lightning, without Bergeron, without Marshawn, without Lindholm, the Bruins playing their third of third game in four days, I should add, came up with the win against the Carolina Hurricanes. Now, it wasn't easy. They built a 3-1 lead that they squandered. Carolina tied it up at 3 early in the third period, but the Bruins pulled out the victory in a shootout to tie the single-season record for wins with their 57th. Um, It had the makings of, again, a letdown game for the Bruins. They didn't have three of their very best players in the lineup. Bergeron in line for another Selkie nom. Lindholm, arguably 
a Norris Trophy contender. To still get that win is obviously huge. And David Pasternak stepped up in this one. He's soon going to be paid like a franchise player. And he played like it yesterday, recording his 50th and 51st goals of the season. Bruins led by their best player, but also guys stepping up and showing off that depth as Jacob Lauko scored as well before suffering a gruesome-looking injury that pulled him off the ice. And hopefully he's going to be okay because he's looked very good in the games that he has played recently. Uh, first period, they looked like the better team. Unfortunately, they didn't put together a full 60. Carolina Hurricanes, even without Andrei Svechnikov, still a very good team. Uh, you expected a push from them, but the Bruins were able to lock it down and get the win in the shootout. Jeremy Swayman played very well. He made a couple of highlight reel saves right at the end of overtime. Didn't let Carolina score in the shootout. And in the end, the Bruins matched the franchise record for wins set in 1970, a team that featured three guys who were in the rafters, Bobby Orr, Phyllis Bezito, Johnny Busick, the Bruins, this current squad could have at least three guys in the rafters. You think Bergeron, Marchand, if they stay on track, probably McAvoy, Posternock, David Krejci, arguably should be up there as well. You look back a couple years, Rask and Chara definitely belong up there as well. Um... The fact that they've matched the highest win total, it's a different era, but it's still an incredible achievement in the salary cap era. Jim Montgomery, definitely the favorite to win the Jack Adams trophy this year. Now, Pasternak, he was the big story on Sunday. His first 50-goal season, it really should be his second, as he had 48 Goals back in the COVID-19 shortened 2019-20 season. Cutting short his chase for 50, but he was tickled to get it yesterday. Pretty specially said, even better with the win. Always thinking team first. Came a couple, came close a couple years ago, he said. You never know what can happen. He had plenty of games to get there. All of a sudden, COVID happened been a long way and obviously big thanks he said to his teammates his family and it's great to share it with the guys who are there charlie mcavoy collected a loose puck in front of the bruins net sent an outlet pass to posternock in the neutral zone and he had a nice five hole finish against freddie anderson posternock finished off uh the day with another goal his 51st and overall, it's the 12th season in club history. Phil Esposito at five, Cam Neely at three, Busick, Hodge, Middleton each had one, and it's the first since Neely did it back in 93-94. He also became the third fastest in Bruins history to reach 600 points, 
behind Bobby Orr and Ray Bork. So he's the fastest forward to reach 600 points in franchise history. And his power play goal was the 100th of his career, making him one of just seven players in Bruins history to reach that feat. It's his 53rd multi-career goal game. Multi-goal game of his career, I should say. One shy at Bergeron for sixth most in Bruins history. So he is well on track to being one of the greatest Bruins of all time. And in this one, he was wearing the A to make it even more special. The Bruins recognizing his leadership uh, with Marshawn Bergeron out of the lineup. He's been learning, he said, from David Krejci, Rask for years now learning from them every day you recognize when they're not here that you have to take a big step forward a little bit not on the ice but also off and you know that certainly came to fruition last year with both of those guys off the ice uh debrusque scoring the game winner in the shootout he had a fantastic game overall uh, as did Tyler Bertuzzi, who was robbed of a goal early on in the game as the refs called a penalty on Charlie McAvoy because of a fight behind the play. Would have loved to have seen him uh, get that goal, but it was blown dead, unfortunately. But he continues to look very strong in black and gold, and I would love to see him re-signed. As far as the Lauco injury, Montgomery said after, it's nothing serious, an upper body thing that he's going to be dealing with. But he could be an option to Tuesday night against the Nashville Predators. So we'll see how things shake out for him. But the depth stepped up. Steen looked very good. Lauco looked good. Um, Zborl has looked pretty good in his time recently. And it's a testament to Boston's development process and that next man up mentality that's been a feature of this team for years now. Uh, Montgomery said Bergeron was dealing with an illness. Marshawn, Lindholm, nagging injuries, their day-to-day. Monday's a day off, so hopefully they're back in the swing of things for tomorrow night's game now obviously giving up those two goals in the third wasn't ideal you would have liked to see the Bruins um, finish that out in regulation but second of a back-to-back Carolina was in the same situation mind you but playing without those guys to get the win still was huge for the Bruins and uh, they are now Atlantic Division champions. They are 16 points up on the uh, Carolina Hurricanes with nine games remaining. So they will soon clinch first in the East, soon clinch the President's Trophy, and we'll see some of this load management happen down the season. Don't get too worried about nagging this illness that. They're just, you know, they're valid, but they're also excuses for the Bruins to uh, get some guys some rest. 119 points, 
a plus 118 goal differential, 815 point percentage. They need six wins over their last nine games to get the NHL record for wins in a season. We'll talk about two very winnable games coming up on the schedule this week, as well as a potential signing to look out for. Well, first, let's talk about Built Bar here for a moment. Built Bar is one of my favorite snacks because they are delicious and also good for you. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. They come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond, but they're also good for you. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. You can go to built.com and look at all the flavors available, order a box there, but you can also head to your local Walmart or Sam's Club, the pharmacy section. They've got four boxes, boxes of four, cookies and cream, double chocolate, or go to Sam's Club, grab a 13-bar box, uh, discover the magic of Built Bar, and thank me later. What's next for the Boston Bruins? Well, they're off today, not practicing after the busy weekend. But they do have two games on the schedule during the week, and then a couple more coming up on the weekend. They will host the Nashville Predators on Tuesday. Then they will host the Columbus Blue Jackets on Thursday. And then they'll play a weekend back-to-back on the road Saturday afternoon in Pittsburgh and then Sunday afternoon in St. Louis. All four of those games are very winnable. Pittsburgh, Nashville fighting for their playoff lives while Columbus, St. Louis very much out of the playoff picture. Now, another thing to keep an eye on this week is the potential signing of defenseman Mason Lorai, who had his Ohio State season ended on Sunday in a loss to Quinnipiac in the second round of the NCAA tournament. Uh, He was a second round pick in 2020, one of the team's top prospects along with Fabian Lysel, and he had 29 points in 31 games this season, a rate of offensive production that was behind only Luke Hughes among freshman defensemen this season. Oh, sorry, that was last year. Uh, As a sophomore, he had 32 points in 40 games. Not a huge uptick over his freshman year, but he was coming off off off-season knee surgery, still named to the All-10, sorry, the All-Big Ten second team, one of three finalists for the conference's Defensive Player of the Year award. Um, So he could very well be signed any day now, any minute now, really, and potentially join the Bruins for the stretch run. Quinnipiac coach Rand Pecknold raved about Lorai after Sunday's game, saying he should probably be in the NHL right now and probably will be in about a day or two is my guess. He's a special player and he's elite, this per Mark Diver. Um, So keep an eye out for that with Lindholm dealing with a nagging injury. Derek Forbort injured. The Bruins 
could make room for Lori here down the stretch, get him some NHL experience. It's possible he could go back to Ohio State for his junior season, but he's already 22, and the Bruins likely will be shedding some players this season or this offseason for cap purposes. Can get a good young defenseman under the cap on his ELC. Uh, that should happen at some point this week. Speaking of prospects, the OHL playoffs will begin this week. And there's a couple of guys that you want to keep an eye on. Matt Poitro and the Guelph Storm will be taking on the Sarnia Sting. And the number one ranked Windsor Spitfires will be taking on the Kitchener Rangers in the postseason as well. Brett Harrison, a member of that team. Matt Poitra came very close to tying Jeff O'Neill for the 12th Storm franchise record uh, for assists in a single season. He finished with 16 goals, 79 assists for 95 points in 63 games. A huge leap from his OHL rookie season in which he recorded 21 goals, 29 assists for 50 points, almost doubling his point total, although his goal production dropped a bit. And he did miss four games earlier in the season after uh, a couple suspensions. Now, uh, Brett Harrison playing for the Windsor Spitfires. He had... uh, a great season as well between um, the uh, Oshawa Generals and the Windsor Spitfires. He finished the season with, let me just take a look here, uh, Brett Harrison. Why is he not in hockey DB? Oh, dear. He finished the season with 18 goals. 18 assists for 36 points in 30 games with the Spitfires after 33 points in 27 games with the Generals. So that would be 69 points in 57 games. So very nice production for him. So I'll be uh, trying to keep an eye on those as well. Might even be popping down to Sarnia for one of the games on the weekend with the Guelph Storm. That's it. Jam-packed episode today, a bit of a longer one. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for um, listening to Locked On Boston Bruins, making making it part of your day every day, free and available on your favorite podcast platform as well as on YouTube. Please do smash that subscribe button so that you don't miss a thing down the stretch, and into the postseason. I hope you had a great weekend. Happy Monday. We'll talk to you again here tomorrow on Locked On Bruins, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day.